Welcome to Catch the Fire Toronto's weekly sermon podcast. This message was recorded live at Catch the Fire Church in Toronto, Canada. We hope you enjoy it. Today's topic is peace and rest in the storm. Now, when I heard that topic, I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, you know, I wasn't um, looking for examples because actually I had some very current examples. But I just want to say the thing about storms is they look different for everybody, right? So if I, if I um, had a discussion um, with Robert, like I know, for instance, Robert um, is going through a situation with his wife right now that, that she hasn't been well. And, and so that's a storm that they're going through right now as a family. Well, I can't compare my storm to his, his storm, right? So it's always good that when you're, um, I just want to say this, when you're in the middle of a storm, I just want to encourage you, talk about it with somebody. And that's what Rob, Robert did last Sunday. I think it was last, yeah, last Sunday. He was um, chatting and sharing some of what he was going through. Then we could come around him and we could pray. And I had um, Bob with me. And, and so there was a connection. And now there's people that can say, hey, how's it going, right? Um, I just felt like during worship just to say, I don't think storms are meant to do you're, for you to do it alone. I think that when you're going through some difficult times, you need to have community, you need to have family, that one or two people that you can connect with. Um, and I know in, in my upbringing, and especially, I don't know if it's a culture, but especially with my dad, when storms would come, he would just be really quiet and he would never say anything. So I just basically thought that life was good with him. I didn't realize that there was an internal storm that was going on inside of him. And, you know, every once in a while, I know when um, they're both in heaven now, but when oh, a number of years ago, um, I was always amazed that the, at the patio, in the patio room over here, my dad would come in and there would be some of the older gentlemen um, that are still part of this church and they would all be sitting and they would be chatting about what was going on. And I think that's finally my dad was able to um, open up. So I just want to bless you. Find that place. Know that you don't have to do it alone because, you know, first of all, God is there. And he's going to be with you no matter what. But I just thought this morning, um, I think it's always good to, um, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on storms, but man, they make good stories, don't they? <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just tell you a little bit of a, a story that, that happened a number of years ago. We were going on vacation. Um, now, I have to say that I've never been a fan of turbulence in airplanes, anybody? Um, you know, actually, just so you know, um, when we went to England a few months ago, um, I, I literally, there was lots of people in the um, airplane, or not the airplane, in the airport, and I remember just, um, just, I don't even know if I said it out loud, but at this point, you know, when you get older, you talk to yourself, right? So I just talk to myself all the time, and I just said, I said, Lord, if we're not supposed to be on that plane, can you just cancel it? Now, I said that, and literally two minutes later, there was an announcement. Said that the, that the plane was delayed, and um, there was some technical difficulties. Isn't that interesting? 
And so the, this is sort of where I come from when, um, when I'm talking about planes. But I remember we're sitting on the plane and um, where I'm, my mom and dad are there and Stephen's there. And we actually, that was one of those smaller planes that we got to sit near the front um, and it was really nice, and I was looking forward to it. But immediately, um, we, we got up in the air, and all of a sudden, the, the plane itself just started shaking. You know, you know, that kind of thing, right? And right away, I just went into panic mode. I was thinking, oh, this is only going to last for, you know, a few minutes, 30 seconds, that kind of thing. But it just kept going and going, and the turbulence was so scary for me. And I remember, now, I'm a believer, but I just want to be real. I don't like turbulence. <laughs> and I remember, and to this day, I remember the emotion that I was feeling when I was on that plane. I was feeling like, oh my goodness, um, um, we're going to die. You know, here I'm a believer, a pastor, you know, I should be cheering people on. Come on, give your life to Jesus. You know, but no, I, I was one of those ones where I, I just thought, okay, Lord, and I actually did what my dad would have done. I went inside of myself and I tried, to hand, I tried to handle it myself. And so what I did was I shut my eyes, I actually plugged my ears, and I put my head in my lap. And, and, and I just said, okay, Jesus, 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 you know, I don't know what's going on, please will you stop this? And all this fear was coming up in me and I was sweating and I was overwhelmed and, and, um, and then all of a sudden I, I looked up and I looked at my parents and they're just sitting back and, and they're just resting and I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh my God goodness, don't they feel what I'm feeling? You know, like, what is wrong? You know, why are they so relaxed? But meanwhile, I'm like, I'm trying to deal with the panic and the fear of, of being in this turbulence and are we going to die and all those things. And then, and then the worst thing is I looked at Stephen and he was drinking his Clamato juice. And he had his book open at the time, you know, because back then they didn't have, you know, the the iPhones with all the stuff on, right? And, and he had his book open and he's sipping his Clamato and I am looking at him and I'm like, what is wrong with that man? Doesn't he feel what's going on? And, and, um, and but you know what? The, the, I want you to know I'm not crazy. The, 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 the flight attendant that was sitting right in front of me actually said that at the end of the, um, the flight, he said, this is the worst turbulence we've ever been through. So I just want you to know, I wasn't all, you know, but I thought it was interesting how individuals handle it. So I thought, huh, but you know, I just didn't process it. But later I said to Stephen, how can you drink Clamato juice when we're going through such turbulence? And he says, oh, it's all right, honey. Jesus told me I was going to die in Toronto. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, I can't believe that you just said that, you know, but because Jesus never told me anything. <laughs> Nothing. But he was good. Jesus, you know, his Clamato, you know. So all that fear, all that stuff. So let's, um, the scripture that we're going to read today, I can compare my situation, I think, a little bit with Matthew 8, 23 to 27, if you want to turn to that, or it's going to be on the screen in a minute. But when I was reading that, I actually could picture myself in the boat. And, and we're going to be reading from the NIV. And it says, then he got into the boat and the disciples followed him. 
Now, the key thing here is they got into the boat, right? Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We're all going to drown. See, that was what was going on inside of me. I was like, Jesus, save us. We're all going to die. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Isn't that amazing? They saw something, you know, and if you read in, um, in Mark's gospel and Luke's gospel, if you read that, it, it interprets a little bit different and it describes it, um, what was going on. And so you, when you get home, you may just want to read the differences, but I want to encourage you that the next time you're going through some sort of storm, start reading about the storms in the Bible. And when you, um, when you read the different gospels, um, you know, it talks about the water swamping over, you know, into the boat. And of course, if you have all that water that goes into the boat, of course you think you're going to die. You know, it's just that. But you know, the, the key thing is Jesus was in the boat. And he was, and, and different versions of the Bible say that he was sleeping on a pillow. And I just can imagine, it would be somewhat like Stephen at night, when I'm like wrestling, oh man, I just can't sleep, and he's next to me, and he's snoring. You know, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm just like, how can he sleep in this right now? But he just has the capability of being at peace, and that's what I want to just encourage you in. The key thing here is, um, number one, is that Jesus spoke very clearly. Let's get into the boat, right? He said, let's get into the boat. I know that if we trust the Lord, that he's not going to let something happen to us, right? That he's going to give us a warning. He's going to be with us. And I just think it's really important that, that um, you, it's important that you listen to what the Lord is saying. And I think sometimes when we're going through turbulence in our lives, it's really hard to, it's really hard to listen. And just to remind you, when I was in that plane, what did I say? I plugged my ears. I plugged my ears because I didn't want to hear the noise in the plane. But really, I mean, in hindsight, what I should have done is like, Jesus, what are you doing? But the good thing is that in the midst of the turbulence, when I looked at my mom and dad, I thought, well, there's my mom and dad. And there's Stephen. And they're all at peace about the situation. In, um, in uh, Mark and Luke's gospel, it starts out and it says, let us go to the other side of the lake. So I think when you read that, you think, oh, yeah, we got to remember, Jesus actually said, get in the boat, let's go to the other side of the lake. So they were going to get to the other side. He just didn't tell them that there was going to be a storm that was coming up. But there's a reason for the storm. Um, and we'll just, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, then number two, the disciples were full of fear because they were seeing, what they were seeing and what they were feeling was very emotional. And you know, when I was in that plane, I was feeling very emotional about the whole experience. And that's where I think that sometimes um, it's very important that when you're going through stuff, that you have that person that you can talk to. I wanna encourage you that today, and that before you leave, that you say, Holy Spirit, who's that person that when I start feeling fearful, besides you, is there another person that I can talk to? And Stephen and I have those people. And in particular, I tend to be a little bit more fearful than Stephen. 
Um, and so I tend to have to talk things through. And I love it when I talk with people, my, some of my friends that I chat with, because when I do, I always feel better, yeah? I always feel like, yes, you know, like I, first of all, I've gotten it out of my system and um, not that this, it's going to change, but it feels like, you know what, somebody is walking the journey with me and the Lord is walking the journey with you, but also people in your life can walk that journey with you. So I want to encourage you that, that, that when you're going through that, now I want to say this, now this is just me, I don't know if it's about you, but Sometimes when I'm going through storms and experiencing things with, um, that are very difficult, I get a little angry. Anybody ever get angry? I, I get angry. They're, okay. Now, I get angry because um, I think that's what, for my, in growing up, my mom and dad did that. When they were going through storms, my mom would, you know, the cupboard door. <laughs> Remember, you know, you don't have those automatic nice ones that stop, you know, and they bang. Back in the day, if you bang the cupboard door, that kind of thing. And so I just want to encourage you that, that you know, get a hold of your emotions. So even um, this past week, I tell you, the Lord was testing me like, oh, I was like, oh my goodness, Lord. And I just kept going to the Lord and I kept saying, Lord, I'm feeling a little angry. And then the other thing that happens is when you become fearful and those, you have these emotions that are happening, you can become very judgmental. And that's what the disciples did when, when they were on the boat. They said, hey, Jesus, what about us? You're sleeping. Like, we're going to die. Like, what's going to happen? And, and so we get frantic and we become judgmental. And we do that because we're afraid. And I think it's important that we just need to make, you know, just as that last song, we just need to listen. And we need to quiet ourselves. And we just need to hear what the Lord is doing. And so um, I just think it's important. I want to encourage you to do that. And then the third point is that um, after all that was going on, they wake Jesus up. I can just see him like, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I wish when we get to heaven, we could get some of the videos of, you know, what happened. But I think when we get there, it won't matter anyways, because we'll be so in awe of his holiness and his goodness and his love, and we'll be worshiping him. It won't matter, all that other stuff. But Jesus speaks to the disciples right, right away, and he says, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? And he challenges them. That, and, he rebu and, and then right away, he rebukes the wind and the waves and everything is calm. And sometimes I've done that, you know, where, where I've just tried to be calm and, and I've even actually been in situations and at this point, sometimes I don't care what people think and I just put my hand out and I'm just like, be calm in the name of Jesus because it's just too much. And I just think, use the authority that, that God has given you. And I just think it's very, very important that, that you remember that he's with you in the journey and that he loves you. And, and, he just, and, and he's not mocking you. He's just saying, why are you afraid? He had, Jesus had such a great relationship with his heavenly, with God, that, that there was such a closeness. And that's why it's so important that as, as believers, that we spend time with the Lord, that when we draw close to him, when we're going through difficult times, we're going to feel that, you know, what he's feeling. We're, we're just going to, it's just, we're going to feel loved. And that's the thing, isn't it? 
It's like a little child when they fall down and they get hurt and a parent picks them up and they hug them and they cry. They start feeling safe because their mom and dad have cuddled them in their arms and it's just so important. Number four is immediately their eyes were opened and they said, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves listen to him. We are going to pray that today. You know, um, we're gonna we're we're gonna have some ministry time in a minute, but I I just think you know they had no idea the authority that Jesus was carrying, and in the um, in the marker Luke um, gospel it talks about how um, when they got to the other side and they got out of the boat, this then they go on with the story where there was two demon possessed men that were there and remember the demons got cast into the pigs and the pigs ran over the cliff, right? And so it, it sounds like when you read the scripture that, um, that they, they didn't know the authority that Jesus had. And so really, I wonder if, um, I'm just trying to think, but I, I, when I was reading it, I wonder where Jesus was just trying to tell them, hey, listen, I, I um I, I have authority here, and I can calm the waves, and I can calm the winds, and I can also um, deliver people that are demonized. And he's, he's teaching them about authority, and the authority that they will walk in um, in days to come. So he's modeling um, a teaching, which I think is really great. I just want to... Um, um, pray over you. Um, we're going to pray um, in a minute, but again, that your eyes would be open. Because I think sometimes, again, in my story, I shut my eyes. But when I opened my eyes, I saw Stephen drinking his Clamato juice. When I opened my eyes, I saw my mom and dad just uh, totally like laying back in the, in the chair and, and their faces were totally peaceful. And when I saw that, that sort of gave me some reassurance in my walk. But let me, I was doing a little bit of research and I wanted to describe something that I read of what peace is. Peace is an inward calm that God produces in us through prayer and awareness of his presence. When I feel the presence of God, when I feel God's love, I feel at peace. That's why I love coming to church because it's an environment that is being created for the presence of God. And when we worship him and we close our eyes and we get on our knees, it just seems like all the other stuff around us sort of settles and is calm. Peace is trusting God in our circumstances instead of panicking during the storm as his disciples did. In Philippians 4, 6 to 7, defines God's peace as something that surpasses all understanding and will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Personally, for me, the scriptures are where I get my peace. And I want to encourage you that whatever you're going through right now, if you're not feeling peaceful, go to the word of God and Google whatever you need to Google to look it up and just find out. I think, you know, it was interesting when I was doing research, one of the people made a comment, says, remember Jesus is in your boat. Yeah? Isn't that amazing? Remember, Jesus is in your boat. He has not left you alone. He is there beside you. And when it comes to stillness and rest, it's a quiet rest and trust in the Lord. 
In Exodus 14, 14, it says, Moses told the Israelites how God would deliver them from the Egyptians. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. I love that scripture. I wanna challenge you today that whatever circumstance that you're in right now, if you're feeling like you're in a storm, that the Lord is gonna fight for you. If there's something going on, and I know it's hard sometimes when it feels like maybe your storm is people are coming against you. But the best possible thing you can do sometimes is step back into your heavenly Father's arms and let him do the fighting for you. Let him do what he needs to do and, and let that peace come on you. In Isaiah 30, 15, it says, in quietness and trust is your strength. So when you're quiet, that's when the strength of the Holy Spirit comes on you. In Psalm 46, 10, it says, be still and know that I am God. I remember thinking, wow, what a great scripture. So short, but so significant. And I love that, that scripture. I read this in my research, it said, rest is not a weakness, rest is wisdom. I realize that right now, there's some of you that are in this room, some that are watching online, and, and, you're, and you're resting and you're getting anxious. We're so used to making sure that we get things done and we, ha we have a timeline and we have to be here. And I feel like the Lord's just saying to you this morning that, you know what? Let rest be your wisdom. Just like what I just read. Ask the Lord for wisdom in the midst of rest. And it would be so great to hurry up the process, but sometimes it's the process, it's the journey that God wants you to be in right now with him and he wants you to be at peace and rest ah oh, thank you barbara yoder um had posted some really good things on facebook but she she wrote this this week and i i um, actually asked her permission to share it because i thought it was so good she said god is never confused he knows exactly what is transpiring moment by moment, yeah? Sometimes I think when we're going through a storm, we think everybody must be confused, including God. Neither is he depressed, oppressed, or bent out of shape. When you experience confusion, oppression, or whatever, and I thought this was really key, she wrote, stop, look, and listen. That's good, isn't it? Discern what is happening, where are those feelings coming from? Why are they telling you and how, how, should, how should you proceed? And that's the key thing, stop, look and listen. I think sometimes, like, and, and I'm telling you right now, me, myself personally, I've gone through quite a few storms in the last six months, but let me tell you, if it wasn't for my relationship with Jesus, I don't think I would have survived. But I want to tell you, I am in love. I am in love with Jesus. I am in love with Jesus. I want to encourage you that if you are not there, if you have blocked Jesus out, but you're a believer, but you've just put him over here, I want to encourage you this morning that you would just pull him closer because he has never left you. 
He is right there. You just have to open the, the whatever you blocked. So open your eyes, open your ears, take your head out of your, your, your lap, you know, because that's the position I, I was going in. I thought it was really interesting. And look at what he's doing and listen to what he's saying because with the disciples, he said, we're going to the other side. But it was a circumstance that happened when the storm came that they just got so afraid and so overwhelmed and they got angry, they got judgmental, they all those things came on. And I tell you this week, I have really had to lay low with the Lord in these things. When those circumstances have come up and it feels like there's a storm on the horizon and I'm like, and my first go-to is the negative, I've had to really challenge myself just to go to Him and just say, okay, Lord, I'm trusting you. I know that you're in my boat. I know that you're not confused. I know that what you're doing right now is, is the best for me, is the best for my family. I know that you're there. I wanna encourage you this morning, how about we just stand up right now? And I don't wanna make you feel uncomfortable, but the only way I know to come into a place of rest and peace is to walk into it. And if you feel that you're, those that are watching online, you can just lay on your floor in your living space, wherever you are. But if you're in this auditorium right now and you're like, you know what, I've been going through this. I've been going through a storm and, and all these things have ha happened to me. I wanna invite you to come forward right now. And I wanna encourage you just to, you can lay on the floor, you can get on your knees. Just come, just come. If you feel that's you right now, just come forward. Do you know what? We want to give God the storm this morning. And just, you know, just, you know, if you can, there's space, lay on a chair around you, but just kneel to the ground if you can. Lay on the, lay on the floor because it's peace. I know some of you, this is your first time at the church and you're like, oh, they let you lay on the ground. We are just so desperate for more of God. And I would just want to pray over you right now that the Lord would come. Whoa. First of all, just say, God, I need you. I need you in my life right now. I'm sorry that I've pushed you away. I'm sorry that I've plugged my ears and I've shut my eyes and I've stopped listening to you and I've stopped trusting you and I've walked in fear and the, the only fear we, sh we should have is him for him not anything else but he the, the all the other stuff God is in control and Holy Spirit I'm asking that you would just come and lift off all of these ones right now wow just the storm that they've been going through do you know that God has a destiny God has a calling in your life. And I want to encourage you that even when you're on your knees right now, ask the Lord, what is my calling? What is my destiny? What is my purpose? And if you don't know, start talking with people. Ask your spouse, ask some of your friends around you. What do you think I'm called to do? Because sometimes other people can see better than you can and they can speak into you 
and they can just say, come on, this is what I see in you. And I want to speak resurrection life in all of you right now in the name of Jesus. Those that have felt like they're, they're feeling a sense of that you've, you've, you've died really inside. You've lost who you are. And the Lord's just saying, no, I know who you are. You are my daughter. You are my son. And I love you with all of my heart. I've chosen you and I've called you and I have made a way for you. And the Lord says, you don't have to do this alone. I'll walk this journey with you. And the Lord says too that, that he'll give you somebody that you can talk to and that you can, somebody that can challenge you and help you through the journey. And Lord, I'm asking that you would just come and there would just be such a stillness. In Philippians 4, 6 and 7, it instructs us to worry about nothing and pray about everything in order to usher God's peace into our lives. That's good. Pray about everything. I wanna encourage you that this morning, as you are coming here and you are on your knees, you're sitting, you're lying down, when you get home, begin to pray. I do this wherever I am, when I get overwhelmed, I just stand up and I just start walking in the, the space that the Lord has given me. And I just begin to pray out loud and I just begin to call on the name of the Lord and I begin to tell him what, what the storm has felt like and the emotion that I'm feeling. But then I begin to listen to what he says. And that's the key thing. I wanna read this, Lord, help me not to worry but anything about anything, but instead pray about everything and letting you know all that is on my heart, mind, and thanking you ahead of time for how you will work on my behalf. Remember in Thessalonians it says, in everything give thanks. Thank you that as I release my worries to you, I will experience your peace that passes anything I can understand and the peace will guard my heart in, in mind in Christ Jesus and my mind in Christ Jesus. I want to bless you today. I bless you with acquiring your soul in order to hear more clearly what the Lord is saying. You're listening to very active, not that your listening will become very active, not passive. Because I think that's what happens when we get overwhelmed, when we're walking through storms. We, we, we can't even reach that place of peace and rest because we're, we've become so passive. God speaks to you in many creative ways and I bless you with setting your spiritual ears to his frequency to hear his voice. I was reminded this week of reading the scripture of the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. And one of the places that they went to was Elam. And when they went to Elam, I can just imagine, it describes the springs that were there and the palm trees. And I know visually right now, when you say springs, I think, oh my goodness, springs of fresh, pure water. And I imagine that they would have ran after being in the wilderness and they would have drank of that water, that freshness. And they would have been refreshed 
and thought, oh my goodness, it's been such a hard walk. It's been such a hard journey. But the Lord gave them the place and the Lord gave them shade. He gave them palm trees to, to be under so that the, the hot sun, they would be shaded from that. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do this morning. He wants to shade you from the hot sun, the weariness, the wilderness that you've been in. He wants to refresh you this morning. And he loves you so much. And so I wanna bless you to position yourself there, to position yourself in that place in Elam with springs, with shade, with your heavenly Father that comes and just protects you and looks over you, over you. And when you read the next scripture, then they got up and they went. And that's the thing, you gotta keep coming back to the springs so that you can keep going. And you know, we don't know what's gonna happen in our world right now. There's so much going on, but you know, this is what I know, God is in charge. He is Lord over everything. He's Lord over your life, over your finances, over your family. And he just wants you to enter that place of peace and rest this morning. And I wanna challenge you this week. When you get frantic, when the fear comes, there's so many easy things, like I know when fear comes in my life, it just, I, I get a pain in my chest, a pain in my stomach, and all of a sudden, all I can hear is the fear. All I can feel is the fear. And to be honest, I have to work really hard to get out of that. And so I wanna encourage you, just say, nope, Jesus is in my boat. Jesus is in your boat. He's there in your house. He's in your family right now. He's with you. Wow. And so I want to bless you. I want to bless those that are watching online right now that the Holy Spirit would just come and be in your, your rooms right now where you're watching this service. Yeah. Don't fear. You know what? Sometimes when I'm going through fear, to be honest, one of the first things that pops in my head is, what are they going to think about me? I don't know, I'm going to be real today. That's what I think. Oh, they're going to think, oh, I'm a terrible pastor. I'm a terrible person. No, I know, I know. Thank you, Nancy. I love that. But I'm just saying, that's where I go sometimes when I'm feeling weak and overwhelmed. Whoa. Now, I'm just going to pray this. Jesus. I bind up any demonic right now in the name of Jesus that is hindering people from hearing and seeing right now in the name of Jesus. They are followers of Jesus. They are God's kids. And they have been called to hear and to see all that, um, all that you have for them right now. So any of the demonic that is being causing interference, we just say no to it right now and it goes to the foot of the cross. And we forgive any people that have gotten in the way of that. And forgive us, Lord, where we have judged people in the name of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, now, I'm asking for your peace just to come on them right now. And that things would be settled in their heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
We hope you encounter God and were inspired by this message today. To watch video of this message and other messages from Catch the Fire in Toronto, visit catchthefire.tv. Catch the Fire has churches, schools, events, missions and media all around the world. To find out more, visit catchthefire.com.